April 21st, and we are going to do our thing on this mic tonight. This is The Real Relationship Report. I am Chan, and that is Dungeon. And we come here twice a month to talk about the fact that y'all are doing relationship shit the wrong way, the long way, and you're wasting your time. Um, We didn't come here to shit on relationships. We came here to be like a guide, uh, check in on if you're doing things in the right direction for what you want, and just, you know, really asking the things maybe your best friend is not asking because they don't want to hurt your feelings. We're asking the things you're probably asking yourself in your head, but not out loud because you don't want to come to the terms that, yeah, you are being dumb. Um uh-huh. And if you would like to find some of our old episodes, we've been doing this for what? For almost two years now? Yeah, since the pandemic. So Yeah. Three, been three on years. Here. Probably. It probably is three years. I gotta go back and really see it. Um, yeah. see them stats. But you can find us on any podcast app. If you just put in the real relationship report, you'll find all of our shows. I usually tweet when we're having a show or relationship things, I'll retweet other podcasts that do relationships uh, conversations well on our page, The Real RR Show on Twitter. You can find myself at Shambi Potten on IG and TikTok and Twitter. And you can find Dungeon on IG at OG underscore Dungeon. Okay. So this topic, this topic, this topic. Being in love with the idea of a person. This is episode episode eight, and that topic is tragic. It is tragic. What's up? It is tragic because so many people do it, and there are... Some people come to the terms that they did it the last three relationships. Some people come to terms that that's how they get into relationships, and I want to discuss it. We got a voicemail. I'm going to play it. Hey, hey, hey. It's from the Cheesecake coming through Love and Tavern Show. Hello. Everybody in the chat, make sure y'all follow, share, and subscribe. Being in love with the idea of a person. Great topic. What's going on, Shan and OG, Triple OG? Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the room. What up? What up? What up? We are good. So when it comes to being in love with the idea of a person, no matter if it's TV, social media, movies, your parents, or a close friend. We know when a relationship is real and when it has longevity. We can see when two people are together for the right reasons versus the bullshit. And I feel like people should stop the bullshit because you know you only like the idea of them, but not the reality of who they are in that relationship and who they will grow to be. Just like a lot of women down here in the South, they know they have a body that most men would like go crazy over. They know they can put on makeup, lashes, hair, heels, an outfit that every woman here probably has in her closet. Nothing special. But they feel like okay and i'm not i'm not stating for all but most of them feel like okay all i have to do is look the part 
I don't have to be a good person. I don't have to have any attributes about me. I don't have to uh, do for him. He's going to see me and it's going to be all about me. And sometimes they'll meet that man where he feels like his money makes him a man. He feels like his car makes him a man. His house makes him a man. The job he has makes him a man. The people he knows makes him a man. But it's really, you have to be a man within yourself and your character and how you treat people. You have to be a woman ultimately within yourself and have that confidence. The things don't give you that. And I think when people feel like the things give them that, that's when you start to feel like, Ooh, I should be with them because they look like this and they could give me this and I'll be able to go here and we'll be able to do this. And if you had kids, they'll be cute. Like you're in it for the wrong reasons. And I'm going to be honest. Uh Out of the five relationships I had, I was in love with the idea of who I wanted them to be. Mm -hmm. At least, at least three of them, three out of the five. Oh, wow. And that's hard to admit. Yeah. But, it also but you know. Growth. Go ahead. I said it also shows growth, which is a good thing. Yeah. Understand oneself. Yeah, because I feel like if you don't admit it, you'll just repeat it. <laughs> well, you know, you know what I mean? doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. It's just stupid. We already discussed this. So my thing is like, you know, sitting there thinking, okay, we could be this, you know, they can show up me like show up for me like this, and I'm gonna do this for them. And when my mom needs this, I can depend on them for this. I can show up for their family like this. I'm going to show them love like this. I'm going to grow. No, that's not how it works. I Mm -hmm. had a growth to see that I was being selfish. Like, you really have to be like, okay, what I want this person to be, and they're not that, and they're not telling me that that is my goal to be that for you or be that in this relationship, me wanting that out of that person without confirming that that's who they wanted to be or that that was their aim, that is being selfish. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sure. And so I want to say for two of my exes, I apologize. And it wasn't wasn't like, oh, let me apologize for being a bitch. It It was like, I said, I apologize for not accepting who you are as is. And most times your arguments be, you know, you should have did this or, you know, and this is where I feel like this shit comes in. As a man, this is how you, women cannot speak for what a man is. Oh, we cannot, but you know, a lot of okay. the and 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 that and I feel like when women try to say this is what a man is, this is what a man's supposed to do. Every man is not built the same. Every man is not going to do shit the same. Just like just because you see a male with a man body doesn't mean that he's a man in character or mindset. He's just a boy with a man body. 
and what with what you're saying, I want to encourage the audience to go watch uh, Monique's new stand-up on Netflix because mm-hmm. literally in the beginning of it, she's discussing why she's on her third marriage. Yeah. And she explains that she had to learn her place uh, in, in a relationship, her, learn her place when she's in a relationship with a black man. She's like, she grew up around a bunch of strong, black, independent women who were miserable. And she was like, and so what do you think that turned me into? And she's yeah. like, the only thing I heard from a man growing up was whoever makes the money controls the household. So she's like, so you can imagine how I treated my husbands. And, yeah. and when she goes into the uh, example that her, I guess, most recent husband had to set as to to humble her, mm-hmm. uh, it's that, because it makes so much sense. And it's something I've had discussions with exes about as well and it's a, a real fact but uh it definitely it definitely was you know where she explains to black women you have to learn your place in dealing with certain type of black men it can't just be no oh i make all the money and i do this i can talk to you however she's like you will be alone and miserable for the rest of your life i was yeah. like oh she, she learned a little something she over here she's spitting so you know but go ahead i, I just want to throw that in there i watched it too it was good i just and you know, I think some people feel take those words that she said as um, conflict, or "oh, you want to fight," or "you want to argue." Mm-hmm. No, I'm really telling you. A lot of times, the way that somebody talks to you tells you if they trust you. Uh-huh. A lot of times, the way that people assume you're going to carry out a situation tells you if they feel like you got common sense. You don't have to disrespect somebody directly to disrespect them you could be in a relationship with somebody and you know for instance my flat tire i was in the i was in the truck and i had drove over something today um coming from my friend's house she wasn't home and i heard boo boo but i didn't see anything in the road and i was like what is that and then i was thinking oh damn it's gonna be tired but I didn't say that loud because you know what you say things they become things. That's really and I, yeah. By the time I got to the second light, tire pressure thing came on at twenty seven. Then it went to twenty. Then it went to fifteen. Then it went to ten. I was like, shit, got a hole in the tire. So I pulled over, and I wasn't mad. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't mad. I wasn't upset. I was calling, you know, my brother that has a shop. Not I was in too far from the shop. He left early. Mm-hmm. I called one of my nephews to see if he was there so he'd come. He was there, but he wasn't answering. So I called somebody else and I finally got him. So he was on his way. But I had despair in the car and whatever. And I was like, you're not upset? I was like, no. And she was like, you're not going to call Ari's dad? I was like, why would I call Ari's dad? To upset him, to worry him that I'm on the side of the road as a woman with two little kids and it's about to be dark. Like, no, I'm not calling him. And a lot of times women overtake that situation and be like, my problem now has to be everybody's issue. Everything has to stop. And it doesn't. A lot of times if I would have took that situation and called their dad hysterical and be like, oh, I got a flat tire. I got the girls. I need help. I'm just passing on worry energy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not helping him. Because now he worried about if I got help. Did somebody stop to help you? Are you safe? Did you get home? 
everything cool. And I'm just like, no, I'm not transferring that. Me not transferring that and still making it home, and he has no idea that went on, that tells him, oh, I could trust her to handle it. Mm-hmm. Now, exactly. if I had called him and it was hysterical, blah, 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 he's going to feel like, oh, okay, make sure you're in the house by 7 o'clock. And I'm going to be like, in a different situation, why I got to be in the house at 7 o'clock? Because, you know, anything could happen and you probably going to need help. And last mm-hmm. time, you, just, you know what I'm saying? You don't, yep. some women snowball a mindset for a man to have about them when they be wanting trust or you don't believe in me or you think I'm stupid. No, yeah. but men are logical people. They have to go off, off of what you did last time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women, a lot of women don't understand that. They were like, why are you, why are you shooting down this decision? I'm like, cause I know you, I've seen what you've done in the past. We've been together for years. I know you're not going to go through with the project you said you're going to do. I know you're not going to put together this garden that you said you're going to put together on the balcony. I know you're not going to follow through with this personal trainer. So let's pay him to train you for, you know, a couple of weeks and see how that goes. You've already shown me that you don't go through with things. So let's just not waste the money and figure out something else. You know what I mean? So I definitely understand that, that whole, <laughs> you, you have to understand that. If you're in a healthy relationship and you two both trust each other, that these rebuttals are made in love and for your well-being, not because yeah. it hates you or doesn't want you to ever have a good time or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, uh, so. Go ahead. No, no, I just said a lot of people need to understand that when it comes to relationships, especially those rebuttals and those no's. Instead of taking it personally, you know, when somebody's talking to you, just like the money thing about your hygiene in a relationship, it's to mm-hmm. help you, not to harm you. Nobody's yeah. trying to hurt your feelings. This is your yeah. your mate. This is the person that's always licking your, your pussy. Let me you tell you suck- something. Let me tell you something. When I was you- in college, uh-uh. when I was in college, it was Ari's dad who really had a conversation with me about Okay, so your body is a place and it is normal for women or men to have UTIs. This is what you need to do. He was that person. It wasn't my mom. It wasn't, you know, my auntie. It wasn't a friend. Mm-hmm. We were in the car when we had this conversation when I was in college. I am 35 now. That mm-hmm. was like back when I was like 19. You know, trying to learn myself. But uh, a lot of people would be like embarrassed by that. If you're getting that information from someone you don't respect, someone you don't trust, someone that you feel doesn't have your best intentions. And I feel like a lot of times the people today, they don't want to get in relationships or they don't want to learn people long enough for them to actually learn who they are because they don't want the truth about who they are. They don't want the truth about the work that they have to do. They don't want to do the work to have what relationships they want on TV. They want to make, oh, I want to have this type of relationship that they got. That shit was work. That mm-hmm. Them two could tell each other, you look ugly today or your breath stinks. Or there's a boogie in your nose, let me get it. 
if yeah. you're with somebody and they can do you raw and you can't get a boogie out their nose, no. Like, come on. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about here? Like, you, you know got to get the ugly with the cute shit. Yeah. That's all I said, yo. Just like you said, you, we have unprotected sex, but you can't, you, you have an um, issue with my morning breath and kissing. Right. Like, that shit happens. Now, right. that's something you have a real problem with. Okay, I can get up and brush my teeth before we make out in the morning, but most people, you want morning sex, that shit gonna start somehow. You know yeah. what I mean? If you're just passionate, you gonna want you know your wife or man to tongue you down, and y'all y'all ain't brush your teeth in the middle throughout the middle of the night. But what you gonna stop and and all the hot and heavy fusion for that? Nah, just be like, right. oh, this is my wife. Now jump off for a side piece, get up, go brush your teeth. As a matter of fact, go take a whole shower before I yeah. give it to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, you're just the person I'm supposed to be spending my life with. Just I gotta get used to, like you said, the good, the ugly, the bad. So yeah. You got you got to see them sleep with that stupid cold where you can't close your mouth and mm-hmm. your lips is all dry and they be like, yeah, that's that's my that's my person right there. Yeah. <laughs> if I you can't the- do that, be like, oh my god, your breath. Can you turn the other way? They are yeah. not there for the you reasons know, like, you are. Once you can get past the bathroom situation, then you know. Listen, we talked about this a little bit. <laughs> You pretty much if you can if you can handle the bathroom situation, you pretty much good to go. Now you should be able yeah. to handle it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Yeah, but like I was saying, like those were my ideas of how I wanted to love someone. And I had to learn in my thirties that if I go in relationships saying, Okay, this is how I'm gonna love you without asking how do you want to be loved or do you take this as somebody loving you Mm -hmm. i'm being selfish and people think no you know everybody takes love you know a different way they do so that's why you have to ask you can't assume i get up every day and i make this man breakfast lunch and dinner and i clean his house and i do i do his laundry and i you know take care of his other kids and i I take care of our kids and I, i pick up his dry cleaning and i make sure the you know the account is what it's supposed to be and he did x y and z and he wanted to do this for me first of all did he say he wanted you to do all those things mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and second of all did you tell him that the way that you were loving him you wanted this in reciprocal Uh-huh. and that shit right there is how a lot of people assume and 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 have this idea that oh this person doesn't love me they don't care because they don't do this and this and this or they look at their friend's other relationship and saying he went he made you a bath water he made sure you had a massage on a sunday what do you mean he paid for your vacation? Oh my god, mine don't do. Da, 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 da. Did, did you have a conversation to say, Hey, I would like this, this would be nice? Yeah, what's your love language? Like, you don't, if you don't talk about those things, what do you expect people to do? You right, know, you know what I mean? So, you know, having an idea of what you want to do to somebody is 
that's your shit. Don't put your shit in other people. And you have to acknowledge, like, okay, this is not how they receive it. How I receive this, this is not how they receive it. You know, did I give them the space to tell me? Uh A lot of women get really aggy or give short answers showing a man that she already blocked out the the conversation. So he's not going to say anything and he's not going to ask anything and he's not going to share his thoughts because you're making him feel like it it already doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And so relationships (laughs) are supposed to be genuine and you're supposed to want to work at it. Okay. And so today, I just feel like relationships are short-lived because people like the representatives of people, the concept of being together and what shit looks like seems cool, but that shit is surfaced if on the outside you opening up this person's door, you know, she putting her fork in your mouth so you can taste her food. You let her taste, you know, your food off your plate in public. Then when y'all get in their house, you go to your side, I go to my side. Oh. Like, that's not what you want. Nope, not at all. I feel like if you live with a person and y'all married or y'all cohabitating from wake up to by the time y'all get home and y'all get washed and get in that bed, Everything on the outside of that house is foreplay. <laughs> Basically. And it and foreplay doesn't have to be, let me do something sexual to you. Foreplay is like, oh, this nigga was considerate this morning. Or she was considerate. She did X, Y, and Z for me. Mm-hmm. Or I felt like shit this morning and she made sure I had this and this and this. She left and I thought she went to work and she came back and she dropped off something. Then she went to work. Then when I was at wherever I was at, she checked on me. Uh You know what I'm saying? It's that. Or because they know your schedule is ridiculous this week, they going to take some shit off your plate. Don't worry about going to your mom's house to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to go do it. Uh Just showing some some, uh, appreciation for you. Yes. Like, uh, you can't be in nothing with nobody and be like, oh, it, the world revolves around me. You didn't do this for me. Um, I don't like how you do this to me. Well, how many people sit on the internet or sit in DMs or group chat talking about, I love when my person does this. I feel so good when they do this for me. Uh-huh. It's I, more complaining. It, it is more complaining. I can tell you how I went with one of my exes where you know, it, I would get that and I would do things for her, you know, instead of if she was in class or something, they're getting her master's and I know she had class and she was supposed to do dinner that night. Sometimes she'd come over and I'd just be like, yo, don't worry about it, I got it. I'll order out mm-hmm. for us or I'll cook dinner because I know you're tired. You went to work, you went to school, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't always just like, all right, come home, cook. You know what I right. mean? Uh, but all of a sudden, now a few times that's doing that, if one time you don't do it, there's an attitude. And it's like, yeah. but I, I have done this for you before. Now, all of a sudden, because I didn't do this, you're just disregarding everything else. You know, like, like you're talking to me like, I don't know how to do this just because you want this one thing now. 
But no, I'm not disregarding. Like, yes, you are, because you're complaining as if I don't do anything. Right. As opposed to it just being like, oh, well, this time he couldn't do it. Not a big deal. You know, maybe I could discuss with him, you know, maybe we should try this way next time. Or instead of you not cooking dinner, could you do this? That would be more helpful. Whatever. But don't complain like nobody does shit for you ever just because you're yeah. in or I didn't pick up the notes that one time. You know what I mean? Like, because then that makes people be like, oh, if you're going to be unappreciative about shit, then I just won't do, do it again. So exactly. I, I do. So it's all right. You know what I mean? Like, then people understand it. Exactly. Don't make somebody resent doing good things for you and then be like, all right, so I'll just stop since you don't appreciate it. Yeah, getting ungrateful. Mm-hmm. Getting ungrateful. So, you know, with everything, you know, the girl has to do a list. I have a list. Mm-hmm. I have a list. I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> things that'll tell you, you know, if you in it because of your ideas of it and not in it because I want to see who they become. I don't want to see how this develops. I want to see how this gets better. I'm in it just in case it gets worse. You know what I'm saying? Uh So first I have on here, number one, if you find yourself way more (laughs) interested in them when they aren't around, that will tell you if you're in it for the wrong reason. Good God. You gonna start with a gut punch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because when you're way more interested in them when they're not around, that means they're not getting you with substance. They're not getting you with conversation. And time is just better when they're not around. Mm-hmm. And it's not like sometimes, it's like all the time. That's when I want to reach out with you t- the most is when you're not here. When you're out of town doing X, Y, and Z, that's why you're more, more most interesting. And a key factor in this is if they brag to their friends or family about you, and be like, "Yeah, she doing this and this and this," or he be doing this, this and this. I'm gonna call him right now on Facetime so you can see. But when they're around, it's silence. Mm-hmm. I hate, I hate seeing a couple with that's in their phones but together. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like what? Especially a couple. Uh, age <laughs> yes hey, what are y'all doing like we out at this time like dog y'all outside at a park with people and both y'all are separately in y'all phones engaged in something else and y'all not engaging each other i'm just like why did y'all come together yeah swiping left other people crazy <laughs> number two when y'all are together you only agree on surface things nothing critical okay okay that's a no-no for me i would rather it's like it's like you could have just stayed home i could have texted you what was happening if you gonna do that um number three when y'all were friends it was easier and more liked Mm. Mm. and i feel like that one right there would tell you if you assumed there would be some shit just because you had a title. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I've been in one, two, out of the five relationships I had, four of them, we should have just stayed friends. <laughs> <laughs> we should have just stayed friends because the friend male 
is sometimes way easier to deal with than the male that was your friend and then turn your man man because now he pushed the insecurities button and you ain't never had to deal with that uh-huh. and, and so you just, being, you just be in a relationship it's like why are you acting like this mm-hmm. he knows he knows all of your ways yeah it's crazy let's go we got next number four going to work is love because they ain't there it's a good getaway (laughs) now now sometimes i feel like first of all you don't need to be spending so much time together like i know with one of my exes i I didn't uh when she got uh, (laughs) a remote job and was home all the time that wasn't good for me because I was like, now it's like we together all the damn time. It's like the pandemic and I'm not, you know, interested in that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, I would like for you to have some time to miss you, you know? So either you'd be out of the house or I'll be out of the house, but there definitely needs to be time where you two get to miss each other to create yes. a healthy relationship. Now, not necessarily, the sham way where you have to buy two houses the man <laughs> for an eight hour per day. It don't have to be we could do we could do a connector house. That's cool. It don't have to be the sham way, but it should at least be where it's like, all right, let's get some time away from each other. You know, let's get some time to appreciate what we miss be able to actually miss each other. You know, as yeah. a where you're not being each other's face coming to breakfast. Now for lunch we together. Then the week can come. What do you want to do now? I'm like, I've been with you all week. I want to go hang out with my friends. Why you want to hang out with your friends and not me? Because I've been hanging with you all week. We were hanging out. We were working. Nigga, you've been around me 20 <laughs> Like, you right. see what I'm saying? Like, that don't really go anywhere good. <laughs> so, That's true. Especially if you don't have kids to take care of. Then you really just around each other. I feel like people who, people who are around each other too much, too long, they're relationship time expires faster. Yep. It surely does. Like, this is that healthy. Yeah, that's what that's what happened during the pandemic. A whole bunch of y'all who were already in bad relationships finally got to find out how terrible you both were together. Because you know what? You had no choice but to be around each other. You're around each other too long, you're like, damn, I don't like this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm getting rid of this person. And that's it. That's why so many breakups happen. So many murders. So many murders. You know? So much domestic violence. All that is happening because y'all can't stand each other. Okay. <laughs> What's next? Um, number five. If your ideals, values, and future plans do not align, I feel like you know you are like in love with the idea of this person temporarily. Yep. So why wouldn't you address it? Why wouldn't you, you know, have a conversation about, okay, so I'm going to be doing X, Y, and Z and this. And the reason most people don't do it is because people like to manipulate other people and steal their time. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you'd have to, unfortunately, if you don't have somebody in a relationship who's willing to, have those tough conversations, 
and somebody will steal and waste your time. Yeah. And willing to attack the elephant in the room, but like, hey, that's what I'm noticing. What's up? <laughs> right. Make your life a little bit easier, you know what I mean? Right. Oh my goodness. Why is this your name, sis? Um <laughs> number six. I'm not looking for anything serious equals I am not interested. Well, you and know. I feel like more women than men automatically take that as I could change it. Yeah. If he, you know, spends time with me, he gonna want this. Or once he see me do this for him one time, he gonna want this. Or my cooking is the best. I was Bitch, just about to say. <laughs> you know how many women can make a good pancake? Mm. You know it ain't hard to make eggs. Nope. You know it ain't nothing to it to fry some bacon. Like, stop acting like men never experienced that ever in their life. Stop acting like fried chicken is why he married you. Uh-huh. <laughs> he ain't never gonna leave when he gets a taste of fried chicken. He's like, oh. What? He got aunties and, and moms or grandmas or anybody like that. You know. Like, well, you, so- want, you want to learn all his mom's recipes so you know, that's what he would want. And then, once he starts looking for you to be a mom in the relationship instead of a wife, then you're going to be upset. hmm Exactly. But the way that you, the way that you started to form this relationship is on some mom shit. Yeah, you grew up with your mom. She did X, Y, and Z. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z for you. But hey, I want to be your wife, though. He don't know what that is because that's like mom shit. And that also is not what you're looking for. Period. So if you're going to be his second mom, guess what? That means he's still looking for his bitch. Mm-hmm. Openly. Listen. <laughs> Openly still looking for So you don't want to go down that road. And men too. Men think, oh, that doesn't apply to me. Yes, it does. If men want to go for the daddy's girl, and you think, oh, her family loves you? No. Her dad is just tired of doing every fucking thing. And now she got a man that's going to do every fucking thing he was, so he gets a break. So, yeah, of course he loves you. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Son, please. Jesus. But the one thing where I feel like daddy's girls fail their daughters is when they don't come to terms with the, the men that their daughters are in a generation with. Mm-hmm. Didn't have fathers that were telling them, this is how you treat a lady in a relationship. Yeah. Right? And so your daddy's girl finds a man that has the money, can act like, you know, she's perfect and there's nothing that you do wrong and I'm just going to give you and give you and give you. And they get in a relationship with a realist. Mm-hmm. And that man is like, you messed this up, you bounced this check, you messed up this car, you want a new car, I don't want to get you a new car because you don't take care of shit. So yep. she's looking at him like he the bad guy, and no, he's not the bad guy, he's just the first man who is so able... You know. <laughs> yes, that he's the first man that is able to call her out on her shit because her daddy wasn't going to do it. Uh-huh. And see, so many angles 
so many angles that you know the men have to play once they're establishing and really holding down this household. Mm-hmm. You know, like that angle there, where it's like, I see what you, you know, and unfortunately, yes, you come from a two-parent home, but your dad was doing more spoiling. Yes. Than anything, you know what I mean. And now I gotta sit here and un- either unspoil you and watch, hopefully, watch you grow and mature as a woman, or this just ain't gonna work. Because that's the other way to go, where you just be like, no, that's not wrong with you, and you be like, oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, right? My daddy would have done this. Like, oh, I ain't your daddy, right? <laughs> so. You know, it's it's just a better way to do shit, and. A lot of moms, too, when their daughters have a father that's around, yes, that's great. But at the same time, when you see her cutting up and you just like, girl, I ain't dealing with you. Go go to your daddy. Mm-hmm. You're fucking her up, too. Yep. Because you don't want to deal with her shit because you don't want to call her out. So you tell her to go to her daddy. Why? Because her daddy's going to pacify her. Not say your mom is correct, do what your mom said, and she gonna get away with it. So of course you're gonna have problems in your relationship with the uh the what? The the she's a 10, you know what I'm saying? She uh, always has her hair done, she always has her nails done. Guess who paying for that shit, man? Mm-hmm. It's either you're going to pay for it because that's who you wanted to be with, that's who you married, and if you don't pay for it. There's going to be plenty of plethoras of men that are willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Please believe. So it works both ways, okay? It's a, it could be a headache on both sides. Now, number eight, confusing actions that don't line up with what they're saying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You would think this shit right here is so self-explanatory. Right, break it down for him, please. How you assume that you the one when somebody else has time enough to feel like they the one also. Mm-hmm. How you assume that you the one but you ain't met his best friends, you ain't met no family. Oh. <laughs> How you assume that you the one and it's Christmas but he'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> and, no, I, and I'm not saying this because Christmas is it, you know, or it's the ultimate holiday and everybody celebrates. They don't. But that's the ultimate time where you're around people you care about or seeing friends. If they can't make time for you on major holidays of gathering or even like pre-Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you can't they don't have no time to talk to you not one time? Nope. No. Okay? You are not it. You are not it. If they sick and you didn't even know that you they were sick, you are not it. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. If they having a hard time with work and they don't discuss that shit with you, but they play, oh, I got shit under control, they play that role with you all the time. You never seen this man sweat. You never have seen this man get worried. No. Nope. <laughs> that it. Because men who are growing, who have goals, they need a woman to vent to. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Men who have goals and, you know, trying to do things their way and have uh, pitfalls, they can't vent to their boys all the time because they're going to seem like, why you bitching all the time? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if it's not you, if it's always his mom, he don't fuck with you like that. And that's why moms be knowing when a man really likes a woman because my son always talking about you. When I call him, you always with him. You know, he was having a hard time and I I, I want to thank you for showing up for him and X, Y, and Z. I know he wouldn't tell me, but I, I'm glad he has somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. That's how you know. That's how you know. Because I'm going to tell you right now, ain't nothing for a man to get day after candy, a card, a bear, and throw it in the trunk. Yep. Hope his, and hope his woman don't go in the truck. <laughs> like, that shit don't mean shit. Yep. That just, shit don't mean shit. Just go for it. <laughs> so, um, this name right here, what a name. Thank you for, uh, you know, picking the person that you picked, you know? Thank you for being aware that, okay, they tell me this, and their actions match this. Or they tell you shit, and their actions don't never match what they tell you. And my, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you don't trust the person that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. you can't tell me shit. Y'all sex is trash. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Trash. Exactly. And I'm going to tell you this. As a woman, when men got women in a certain position, and if that man have to keep telling her, relax... <laughs> and she 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 tensed up. It's not because she can't relax. She can't relax. That bitch is very flexible. She don't trust you mm-hmm. to relax. That's right. Okay. The body will tell you more than what the mouth will. Better believe it. Now, now I'm not talking about the back of the throat. That's something else. That's okay. Something else. But you something gotta else. back there. Yes, <laughs> it's a process, okay? Yeah, so that's get to the way back. where you, you can tell if a woman trusts you or not. Is she relaxed? Is she open? Is she willing to do more? Is he willing to do more? Mm-hmm. You know? But uh, what, what, what are these messages? Oh Lord, he talking about Bible. We not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we not doing that. We not doing that. Um, number nine. <laughs> number nine. Actions of moving forward are ruined way later if they say wait or later I will or you never know you know what I'm saying those are keys for I ain't got no plans for you shut your ass up just sit there you know what I'm saying if nothing is set in stone or nobody has goals to work together to get to this they don't have plans for you to be there with them Uh okay 
if they say if if you want to do X, Y, and Z, or y'all been talking for a long time, and they be like, well, just let me let me start this business first, or let me, you know, after I go to school, after I start this job, then we'll see. We'll see. It's just like the we'll see that your mama and your daddy told you when you was passing McDonald's. Yep. <laughs> or asking for that toy. Listen, and I'm here to tell you, it's not happening. You're going home. <laughs> you are going home. Okay. Spoiler you about to leftovers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. Wait. Later we'll see. You never know. You know I love you. <laughs> Why are you trying to change me? Yep. Let me tell you something. If somebody ever hit me with the "Why are you trying to change me," you know that's you know not what I be on. Okay, and I'm not about to be on that dick. Nah, I can tell you right now. If that's your reply, I I'm like, you know what? You're right. I'm good. I, whatever that that's we are good money. When somebody's that close-minded, if "Why are you trying to change me?" means I have already determined that I'm going to remain a fucked-up individual the Period. rest of my life. So Period. you don't even have to. And I'm like, you know what? Cool. And you are free to do such as a human being. And I'm also free to not tolerate you or deal with you. So goodbye. Period. <laughs> I'm not going to go try. And I'm going to tell you this right here. It's not that they're a horrible person. And I had to come to terms with this bullshit right here. None of my exes are horrible people, y'all. Mm. They just wasn't the person for me. Yeah. And it doesn't. So even to add to that. It's not about them being horrible people. It's about them having bad practices or bad, you know, tendencies that they need to fix. It's not just for me. It's for anybody. Like, yeah. if you if you have an issue with communicating, that isn't something you need to fix for me. That's something you need to fix for yourself in general because it's going to be, if you want to have a successful relationship, it's going to be very few people you can meet that you can do that without communicating with. So that's not fixed for me. That's You need to fix that for yourself. If you have bad decision-making processes where you constantly are making bad decisions to the point where it almost looks like you're doing the shit on purpose, you're not fixing that for me. You need to re reevaluate yourself and fix that issue. That's not for me. That's for you. Like So there are days where, yeah, maybe you're not a bad person, but you make bad decisions and do, and do bad, have bad tendencies. And they have yeah. to be fixed. So, like, because that's not going to be good for somebody else. If, like, it doesn't mean that it's good for somebody else. It means somebody else will tolerate it and fuck up with you. And that's yeah. still wrong. You know what I mean? Most of everybody's like, damn, what all the fucked up people get in relationships together? Yeah, most of the time they do. And they I, do I think that they should. Huh? I think that they should. You, you, yeah. know, you see, you seen a couple and be like, they deserve each other. Exactly. And that's the whole thing is like, yes. Fucked up people tend to date other fucked up people. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because this right this right here, this is what people forget. A lot of people want to be around people who ain't shit so yeah. they can never tell them you ain't shit. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. Nobody wants to be around the one who got, got it all together is doing it correctly because when they want to lax and not do shit and be on bullshit, I'm not trying to hear your mouth. Mm -hmm. You the one that's trying to have two drinks and go home. I'm the one that's trying to drink up everything in here. And I don't want to know how I'm getting home tomorrow. Uh-huh. But don't try to change me. Because right. that, means, <laughs> that means that you, you don't accept who I am as a person. 
Right. No, I'll accept your drunken, drunken ways on a Friday night. Just because it's supposed to be a date night, you think you go out and get fucked up and pass out somewhere. No, I don't accept that, dummy. What you mean? He's a, he's a, and, I, <laughs> and, and this is why I made it a point that you can't look at all my exes and be like, oh, she got a type. Mm. I've tried them tall, dark, country. A ye- a little yellow mellow, <laughs> longer hair, short hair, uh-huh. bald. Um, I've tried them entrepreneur. I've tried them nine to five. I've tried them uh, engineer. Um, I ain't never had a man that worked with his hands though, like 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 dirty like heavy shit. No. Yeah. I ain't never had one of those, but I had one that worked with forklift. I had one that had work boots. I had one that had great insurance. I had one that, you know, get paid every three months. What the hell? You know what I'm saying? You know, when you, when you in music, you get paid every three months. Oh Lord. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you better hope you work with somebody that wants to pay you. Um, (laughs) and, and, and those in between months sometimes is a struggle. Like one of my exes, he worked on, um, and he got his credit. He worked on Beyonce's last album uh-huh. and other major artists before that, but he's still trying to get paid from those albums from when we were together. But uh-huh. on, on this one that he did, I'm glad he got his credit where it's due because I know that this man wakes up at 4 a.m. working. I know that this man, you know, how consistent he is. And I also know while he was working under two major labels, this man was doing um, DoorDash, uh-huh. Uber Eats. And the way that he ate was by eating some people's shit that fucked up their order. Damn. That's crazy. He said, well, I like what they got. Let me get this. <laughs> Let me go and eat this. So, um, I say that to say, like, when you're dating, you shouldn't just be trying to date. Oh, I want the one, I only date the ones with many, the ones that, you know, drive these cars, can live here, do this, because you're never going to understand what you really need. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I dated those people on purpose to see, okay, what I didn't like out of this relationship. What kind of personality I don't work well with. I've dated a loner. I've dated someone that deals with depression. But there's one thing to acknowledge that I suffer with depression. I don't like being around people. And I this is what I'm doing to take care of it. You can't have a successful relationship with someone who knows that they deal with depression doesn't like people but doesn't go to get help for it Uh they just think they're going to self-manage and what happened is i felt like he knew all of me and got the insight on me in conversation and dealings but when it came to him he was very guarded you know what i'm saying he was very I had to interpret he must be in one of those moods because when I text him, I know he reads it, but he doesn't respond. 
Mm-hmm. He'll go five days of just being like really low into himself. Sir, you can't do that long distance. Yeah, no. Nah. And I was like, dog, what kind of relationship you trying to build? Yeah. And who who is going to take you seriously? I mean, somebody they don't care. They just be waiting until somebody does, you know. And and I just and I say to this day, like he's not a bad guy. He's a great father, very hardworking. But he was just one of those people that was married to his job, really about taking care of his kids. But when it came to his mental health and his peace, that was bottom tier. And I'm just like, no. And so sometimes people like that, where they look good on paper, they're good with family, but they're not ready to treat themselves right. You can't be in a relationship with no one because most people are going to take from you. Yeah. And I had to tell them, I'm just like, when I talk to you about my life over here as a single mom of two, you know, even though he's a single dad, but he's in a place where he's more family oriented. I'm, I'm not. And so I said, when I vent to you about stuff, I'm not telling you so you can fix it with money because that was his thing. The way that he fixed problems in his past relationships was like throwing money at it. Let me buy you this. No, I was just telling you to tell you. Exactly. But if you dealing with the wrong bitch today, she's going to take your money. Please believe it. Every time. And so sometimes people who deal with certain women that always use them and then they get with someone who's not trying to use them, they just want to talk or vent or come up with a strategy of doing something better next time. It's hard for them and they feel like oh, you must not like me because when I offer to do this for you, you don't want me to. And so, please, dapple. When When you're not married, before you're married, please deal with different personalities of people to understand what you need. And that's why when I see a man running with his shirt off, looking great, my my neck is not breaking. My neck is not breaking, Dungeon, because most of the time, especially in Atlanta, <laughs> they're not for me. They're for someone yeah. else. <laughs> they're for the they're for the for the boy streets. Listen, he's <laughs> out here for the boys, okay? And when men, you know, make passes at me or a honk, my head is turning hard. Because I've learned that that is not the approach of someone who's truly interested. This is someone that wants to get his rocks off real quick. The the way I knew my working out has put shit in was me getting a flat tire tonight. Uh-huh. And how many people bust the UE and stopped and asked me, do I need help? And reversed and did all extra ass shit. Yep. That's what you know. You were like, damn, he's perfectly, perfect strangers coming over here trying to help you. Listen, out. I knew. But at the same time, everything is not going to make me jump and hop to top, top. Because the more experience you have and you really start to filter through your bullshit, because everybody got bullshit, uh-huh. and other people's bullshit, a lot of shit does not excite you. People don't excite you. It's just like, oh, that's cool. That's great. 
like let's let's be serious a lot of times when my kids are not with me and there's no car seats in the truck i purposely lay back that passenger seat back for them to think i got a nigga because <laughs> i don't, I don't want to be bothered i don't want nobody to talk to me i don't want you to give me no bullshit conversation when you really just want to be like hey i see your titties up top I see your thighs <laughs> Can I get your number for a possibility? Is it a possibility? Like, I would rather somebody tell me that than to bullshit me on some other conversation. But if I don't want to be talked to, there's certain things that I do so people don't automatically assume, well, let me talk to her. Yeah, exactly. So, there's that. Number 10, the last one up in this hub. <laughs> you know, that's not your person. Stop stalling. Please. A lot of people are stalling with somebody because somebody is better than nobody. Mm-hmm. When in reality, you're a thief. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if both of y'all in the relationship stalling, you, you're still a thief, but you're just stealing from yourself. <laughs> exactly. Because I guarantee you, you'll be more peaceful solo. You'll, uh, a weight will be lifted if you were solo. Your nerves wouldn't be worked every day if you were solo. But because you know you're doing something for somebody else that you don't want, that you know it's a dead end, that gets on your nerves, and you don't have no trust in, you're wasting your own time, and they're wasting their own time. And whoever leaves first is going to be the blame of why we're not together. Mm-hmm. When in reality, that shit been dead for years. Exactly. So, that is my jits. I um, want people to stop having this illusion of thought of what you could be and really ask the person that you think of doing anything with, do you want this? Is this something you see? Or what do you want for your future? Are you trying to retire at all? A lot of people not trying to retire. Mm-hmm. But wh- what if you're somebody that, you know, at 45, I want to retire, and the person you with just wants to work, you're going to be on vacation by yourself. You're going to be visiting your your friends and your mom by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what does that leave? That leaves room for somebody to have a travel boo. Or somebody have a, a work husband or a work wife. Please believe it. So, I don't know. Get get who gets you. And if they don't get you, sh- show them the door. The exit's on the right and the left. Be safe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Be safe. What's up, damn that? But, um, yeah, that was my jits for being in love with the idea of a person I uh and this is why I don't believe in soulmates I feel like people who believe in soulmates get themselves caught up because they think everything is a go when it's a representative yeah you just got lucky if you, if you actually did find someone that you could stay with and, and work out like it's like, not based on luck <laughs> like if I if I, I I'm not I'm not trying to do a relationship with someone who I don't feel like the sun shines out that ass. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm at that point. 
if I'm not moved by you, the thought of you put a smile on my face, it's <laughs> whatever. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not checking up on you. I'm not doing above and beyond shit. I'm not locking jaws for you. I'm not for what? Exactly. For what? For what? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, y'all be great. I'll play this message. What else? What up? What up? <laughs> Shout out to the panel. How y'all doing? Good topic. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers that think they in love with somebody. They really not. Always complaining. Person be asleep. They be at their house if they ain't moved in. And they be on their phone on Facebook talking to another motherfucker. Yeah. Talking about, I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. I'm just like, listen, like, there's no reason for me to know the areas of your home and I haven't been in it. And you got a whole bitch. Yeah, right. (laughs) Then that's disrespectful. And I feel like the same thing about women. Women are infamous pillow talkers. And don't block that out and think men don't pillow talk. Bitch-ass men pillow talk. Yeah, right. Why don't you drink ass niggas? You know? (laughs) But now I'm at an age where don't come to me and disturb my session talking about kids bills uh feelings i don't give a fuck about none of that shit that's not why you're here mm-hmm. because once you start talking to me about that shit we're invested and this has turned into something else and if you don't want this shit to be something else and me have an expectation of more shut the fuck up please believe it please believe it you know what i'm saying safety first <laughs> <laughs> Like, not to be rude, but I don't want to talk about that right now. Exactly. Once once you step across these doors right here, this is not discussed. There are rules to this. And if you don't have rules with the person you deal with, establish some. Uh Make some. You know what I'm saying? Even, Even if you, like, married and vested. Once you get in the bed with your wife or your husband, tell them, we don't talk about your mom in this bed. We don't talk about your sister's problems in this bed. I don't want to hear about, you know, what your stupid ass boss did for the 15th time and you haven't changed your job in this bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> for the 15th time. Like, it's either you change your job or you shut up complaining. That's it. It's literally that simple. But you talking about your job and Billy at work that I'm not fucking is not making my nipples better. <laughs> nope. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to get me to my third climax so I could go to sleep. <laughs> but, you know, life. I used to date this female. I, I never wanted to go to her house, right? But every time she would ask me, come on, please come over. I'll fix you dinner. So I'm a foodie. I was like, well, fuck. I went to her house. I wasn't sneaking or nothing like that, but I went to the bathroom and I saw a pic. She don't have long hair or an afro. Uh, I saw um, men's slippers in the corner. No, I'm like, oh hell no! I know she. I know she didn't forget. She wanted me to see this shit. 
Yeah, I bounce. Like, this is a setup. Yeah, you're oh, my God. That's the type of woman come over. I don't know what he's doing here now. You in a shootout with some dirt bag that just came home from prison. Yep. Of act. Yep. There was a rapper that got caught up like that here in Atlanta. First and foremost, I ain't going to nobody's house. You come to my house to follow my rules where you don't know the address. I send the driver to pick you up. <laughs> you home, and I send your ass back home and I'm ready. Like, I'm not coming to, I'm not coming to hell. <laughs> To get some <laughs> some pussy if I'm a rapper. Yeah. So many rappers get killed doing that dumb shit, thinking they got hood respect going into the projects and they get killed by some low end drug dealer because they didn't try to yeah. fuck some little. This is, you know, and that is that is the fucking problem of these people trying to get a quick. Let me get a quick. I just want to fuck. You know when you want a quick shit, when you yep. just want to fuck bitch, you take that bitch to a hotel. Yep. That's yep. where you go quick. Yeah, yeah. Now, Don't be in that apartment, but that also shows you're broke. The price, the price of the room, would tell you: is she worth it, or maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> okay, if you don't want to pay the price of the room for the bitch, she wasn't worth it in the first place. Yep. There you go. Okay, and you're talking to somebody that has picked hotel rooms based upon the fact that the shower is clear and it has enough room for me to do this in the shower also. Uh-huh. Hey guys, thank you for listening to The Real Relationship Report. If you would like to support the podcast, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app. It could be Apple, Spotify, Google, CastBox, wherever. Rate and leave a review under the podcast so we can know what you think about the show. We drop twice a month on the podcast you can review old episodes and i let you guys know what's happening upcoming on the twitter spaces so just hashtag triple r and you'll find our page other than that i'm gonna get y'all back to the show because it's getting good okay by the same time i don't think men or women should be at people's homes that they want to screw if you haven't been there in broad daylight and not fucked if you haven't been there quickly to pick up something and if you haven't seen them on facetime in that shit on a random yep i did did that one time and that was still unexpected like i didn't know what the situation was till i got there but i was so far away from home that i wasn't gonna drive back yeah and that that was some of the best sex i've had because it was life or death sex in the house with that shotty and blow my brains off. And oh my God. She was in there fucking and sucking like she was hoping that nigga would walk through the door. I was like, yo, this is and, and I was in his bed too, so I knew what it was. But Disrespect. Uh, Let me tell you something. Out of the five relationships I had, four of them are, four of them are comfortable gun users and carriers everywhere. Uh-huh. So there's no, I knew, I don't, this is my thing, and this is just for me. I'm not speaking for everybody. I don't want to deal with no man who's not ready. Yeah. And when I say ready, ready in many factors. I don't want to deal with no man who can slightly be disrespected and not know what the next step is. Yeah. 
And I'm not saying the next year, any little thing you you whip it out. No, you know when to, and you know when it's a conversation, you know when there's no conversation needed to be had. We just need to move around. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because if it's anything less than that, sorry, I can't do it. Because if I know you're not prepared to do what a man needs to do in order for me to do anything to that man, I'm not even going to play with your time. There you go. No. Listen, my, my, my punani's going to say, sorry, man, we're closed. <laughs> we're closed. This is not it. <laughs> Decline, <laughs> return to sender. <laughs> it's, it's just not worth it. It's dangerous. A lot of ways that men get themselves caught up over a woman that ain't even of substance. Uh, of, uh a proper investment. Yep. I have learned from females who ask me how much I make and what is my career. That's how I know they want something. Yeah. They shouldn't ask that at all. Right. At all. Right. I mean, it ain't none of their business, but it lets me know that they don't got no money. Is it? <laughs> yep. I used to date this female that they used to work retail and she was making good money, but it wasn't more than me. But she asked me that question. I was like, none of your business. She Listen. was like, fuck you. I was like, okay. Listen, let me tell you something. I don't know how much none of my exes made. You know why? Cause we were not cohabitating. We were not sharing a bill and I wasn't married and that was none of my fucking business. Uh-huh. But I know when I went out with them, I never went for my wallet. There you go. They got some kind of income. Now, I know. I will ask, and I will say it's okay to ask, what do you do for a living? Yes. It's ignorant to ask somebody how much money they make. First of all, only people that don't make money ask that question. So that lets you know right there. Because if you're, you've ever worked any type of corporate or even with some of your friends, some of your friends won't tell you how much they make. Mm-hmm. Some of mine don't. Like, we know because we see how they live. Oh, this mm-hmm. thing like 300000 a year. You know? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But no, none of them besides, when you broke, you always tell us, oh, man, yeah, I make $17,000. Oh, man, I make, I make 50000 a year, whatever. Like, when you making money, you be like, you know, don't worry about that. You know? <laughs> like, just know I'm good. I'm comfortable over here. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Or stuff by your credit score. But I definitely am an advocate for asking what do you do for a living? Because if you have any life experience, you'll know whether or not the person's making money. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an attorney. You're like, all right, I don't need to ask no questions. And they're like, yeah, I am a freelance uh, actor that sometimes gets work, sometimes doesn't. Okay, you may have some financial issues. You know what I mean? I'm a rapper. Are you signed? No, I'm independent. Independent Mm. how? Uh, okay, yeah, you go have a whole bunch of financial issues, you know. Like, you, it's very simple, you know. You know, what there's only so many like fucking job titles that you will know as a normal person, yeah. There's some shit you ain't ever heard and don't understand. What do you do? Anesthesiologist, phlebotomist, you would, uh, whew. yeah, you gotta make money because I can't even spell some of them shit. You know? Period. I was just about to say that if I can't spell it, you go with me, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I have friends who are um, physical therapists. 
Uh-huh. And in regular conversation, they might bust a word out. And I'm just like, dog, stop talking to me. Like, yeah. I know what the fuck you just said. Let me look that up. Let me look that up and then get back to you. <laughs> I don't work in your field of work. <laughs> Listen, what is that? You know what I'm saying? I, and, I don't even know work or existence. <laughs> but, but I like being around people who know more than me. Of course. You know what I'm saying? I like being around people who's better financially uh, with how to use their money. Because don't get me wrong, it could be somebody making 50K a year that knows how, where and how to utilize their money better than somebody making 200K per year. Oh, that's true. That's fact. So knowledge, and this is where women get really get it fucked up. Knowledge of how to use your money is way better than having a bunch of money because you can have a bunch of money on waste that shit. Yeah, please believe. I was I just tweeted this week. I'm just like, dog, if you have four plus cars and ain't none of them shits making money for you, yep. you're dumb. You're dumb. What are you doing? You're dumb. What are you doing. Okay. You know why Rick Ross has all them fucking cars? Because they pay for themselves. Yeah, they're investments. He's doing car shows. He's Rent them out the movies. Like that's the reason why he bought that property. Everybody's like, oh, he want to stunt. I'm like, no, that property is now being used for movie sets. And they have to pay him to use it. Like, people don't get it. Like, you have to understand, like, I'm sure that nigga don't live in that house. Hardly Listen. ever. He probably hardly ever lives over there. But he got it. He owns it. Holy you know? Fields house here for the longest times was used for parties. Yeah, come on, man. I know what I could do. Like, you when you invest in stuff, like you talk to your team. Is, yeah. this, is this going to be a good ROI? Like, what are we doing with this? Give yeah. me some ideas. Let's talk about it. As opposed to just being like, yo, I want to look like I'm really rich, so let's buy this humongous house that I have no kids to stay in, nor a family or anything, and I'm just going to sit there by myself. Get out of here. Yeah. Probably got a two-bedroom uh, condo somewhere that he lives in. <laughs> you know what I mean? What you call it was just talking about this um, in an interview for a question. He was like, for the longest, because he had like some uh, a traumatic situation when he was younger as like a teenager with his friends in a car as a black boy. Mm-hmm. And it really scarred him to the point where when he really started making money, he didn't want a flashy car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He wanted something to blend in because ain't nobody gonna pull him over just because he's who he is in this fancy ass car, he felt like that type of car wouldn't give him no problems. Uh And I feel like when it comes to true millionaires, true people who have wealth beyond generations, they have cars for situations. Uh They have homes for situations because they know if I'm gonna be going in and out of this city often, I do a home, a home or apartment is a better investment uh-huh. than me betting these these certain hotels that I have to get because of who I am. Uh huh. Exactly. Where's the closest private airport I can find to, and then get, get take a car to my private house? Listen. Uh, no, if I'm... you can't tell these 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 people with no money, so the perfect example. That they so when they revealed the person who won the, the billion dollar lottery mm-hmm. the, the other week, few weeks ago, they yeah. said, I guess, whatever took them so long, they finally revealed who they were. The first purchase they made was they bought a mansion in the same neighborhood as like 
Britney Spears and all that shit. Yo, now their check was like seven hundred million something million dollars. Okay, cool. You should never be broke again, but I can tell by your first purchase, you probably will be. First purchase was a twenty-five million dollar mansion. Now, unless this person is Hispanic and has a whole bunch of kids, <laughs> I don't like what. What do you need a twenty-five million dollar mansion? You done made a purchase already? Then let's me know. You about to waste all this fucking money? Yeah. Twenty-five million. Like when they showed how big it was, they were like, "Oh, it's a new technology house." Okay, I understand that, but it it was too big for one or even four people. Yeah. It was way too big. Now, if he moving his whole family in there for the whole world, maybe I get it. But I would, if I'm buying a new technology home, I'd be like, yeah, it could be four or five bedrooms. I might pay $1.2, million, $4 million tops for it, depending on what all it got with my in-ground pool included in a nice size backyard. But I'm not out here needing no $20 million mansion. Like, you don't need... Even uh, billionaires will tell you, I don't, I don't invest in mansions for what? Yeah, they don't invest in it. So what is your broke ass or newly rich found ass doing investing in one? You know what I mean? Like, come on, that's a real to suck you into everyday voice activated. Listen, let me have that money. I'm buying me an inn and um, probably a Montauk. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to pick out the days when I want to be there with my family and the rest people could come, you know, book and it's going to, it's going to pay for itself. And that's why it's so important for people who maybe you make 50 K, but your friends make 150, 300, 500 K. If you have the opportunity to be around someone who's doing better than you in life, you're winning. Exactly. That's why I have my investor group. Like, people are there that make more and do better. And we all share knowledge. You know what I mean? We're all putting together that information to make investments, to make purchases. Uh, like, that's how you do that shit. As opposed to just being like, let me hold all this good information to myself. I don't give a fuck about these other people. Especially people you went to college with and seen the struggle with. You know what I mean? Listen, and when I, when I look at the amount of people I went to college with... <laughs> The ones who were not built to do it themselves, mm-hmm. oh, they hurried up and they got married. Mm-hmm. The ones who were like, absolutely not, you know, I'm not lowering, you know, what I want. I'm going to get what I want. They are still very single because that's the reality of it. Most times, well, people have in their head that their life is going to be in college and it don't turn out like that. Some people either give up, cave in, or they keep at it by themselves. Mm-hmm. But you got to be willing to do that shit right there. But yeah, having people that's in a better position than you, I'm I'm completely for that. We got one more message. I'm gonna play it. You know they say, ladies, uh, look at a man's shoes. He takes care of himself. Well, shit, I've been on a few dates. Females wearing them pumps forever. They've been on a few dates. Maybe many, because them shoes fucked. Oh, <laughs> that pinky that. toe hanging out. It's, it's suffering. It's like, oh, my God, get some more shoes. I'm tired of hanging out this motherfucker. Oh, my yeah, God. you got to pay attention to women's shoes and they feet. Motherfuckers is 
doing sign language. Mess. But that is true, though. I have this friend where she, when it turns summertime, she has these shoes that you know the weather has changed. It is this temperature outside. Because the shoes are like stuck in a shape of how she wears the shoes. And it's so funny. It's so funny. But that is true. That is facts. Well, this has been another successful episode of the Real Relationship Rapport. I am going to warm up my food, eat it, prepare for my day that's going to be tomorrow. Hopefully it's not too crazy, too challenging. And yes, I am on birthday celebration tomorrow. Oh, well, happy, happy uh, birthday. If you want to enjoy your solar return, young queen. Girl, it's just with with these kids. So this will be interesting. I'm going to have an early, late day tomorrow. But enjoy the rest of your weekends. And uh, so, I will catch you in May. I'll catch you on the flip side. Sounds good. Bye. Peace.